everyone, and welcome to the Saturday Mailbag Show, KBS Listeners Lounge, coming to you from Seoul, the capital of South Korea. It's Saturday, July 23rd, 2016, and as always, we've got the latest listeners' letters, messages, and reports we receive from you coming right up. So please stay tuned. I'm Kwon Taeryong. And I'm Kim Jin. We'll be right back. So as we briefly mentioned last week, Emily has taken a couple of weeks off to visit her family in Ireland. And so we'll be having a couple of very special guests filling in for Emily this week and the next. Today, we've got our producer, Kwon Taeryong, joining me in the studio. Hi, Taeryong. Hello. How are you? I'm great. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure for us, actually. And it's great to have you on this side of the glass with me. <laughs> it's quite new, actually. It and is, um, it is. I'm sure Emily's having a great time with her family, thanks to you. So do you have any summer holiday plans? Well, no. I'm afraid I have too much work right now piled on my uh, on my desk. We are currently working on a very special project, um, which will have to remain a secret until October rolls around. So this year, no summer vacation for me. I'm sorry to hear, but the October project is quite big, yes, so I yes, guess it it's understandable. After that, though, I think you'll definitely deserve a really fantastic getaway. I, I wish I, I wish I can take a, a fantastic getaway. <laughs> Maybe I'll start planning one on the side when I'm really stressed out. But for now, I actually prefer the air-conditioned office and studio because it's really, really hot outside. So it's all good for now. Mm, that's true. It is quite hot out. And I know what you mean. I think it feels even better to go somewhere warm and toasty when it's cold and dreary here in Seoul. So I I'm saving up my vacation dates, too. Great minds think alike, I guess. <laughs> well, moving on to the usual bulletin items, here's another friendly reminder of the 2016 KBS World Radio Overseas Listener Satisfaction Survey. Yes, while the online survey will be launched in August, the offline surveys have been sent out to some of our listeners, and we would like to once again ask you to send the completed forms back to us by August 31st. You can send it to us by post the same way you send us your reception reports and other letters. We thank you in advance for the trouble. Also, by submitting your email addresses along with the survey, you can enter a draw to win some souvenirs by raffle as well, so don't forget to write your email address at the end of the survey. And here's another request to our lovely listeners. KBS World Radio's English service will be celebrating its birthday on August 15th. So send us any supporting words or congratulatory messages so we can celebrate together with you on that day. You can send your messages by mail, email, or Facebook as usual. And uh, we hope many of you would feel inclined to celebrate this milestone with us. And last but not least, the top 18 participants of the third KBS World Radio Korean Language Video Contest have been announced, and now you can vote for your favorite contestants on our website. That's right. The top 18 contestants held video conferences with KBS announcers, and the videos are now up for viewing at world.kbs.co.kr slash special slash KBS contest underscore 2016. Watch those videos and vote for the contestant you think is the best Korean speaker. Now, there are six different groups with three contestants each, and you can vote for one contestant in each group. So um, you're voting for six contestants in total, and your votes will be reflected in the contestant's evaluation. 
You don't have much time, though, because the voting will only be available until Monday, July 25th. So that's uh, two days left for you. So don't miss it. Also, the winners of the poster coloring event have been announced on the website as well. So make sure to claim your prize if you won, because the prize will be canceled if the winner cannot be reached. All right, now we're going to take a quick break before we come back to share with you this week's listener letters, messages, reception reports, and more. So stay tuned. Listening to KBS Listener's Lounge on KBS World Radio, it's time now for us to take a look at the listener letters and recession reports. As usual, we receive some lovely handwritten, typed up, emailed comments, letters, and recession reports from you, our listeners, and we'll share some of those with you on this program. We will start with a wonderfully encouraging message about our special program and website. Listener Sandeep Jawali of India sent us via email. Sandeep wrote, Dear KBS, Discover Korea's World Heritage Program, as well as the information posted on your website, is quite wonderful. Going through it, we have realized the greatness of all heritage sites present in South Korea. Thanks to KBS for taking great efforts for us by gathering information along with quality photos of World Heritage Site present in South Korea. Sandeep, thank you so much for these words of support. They they mean a great deal to us because we did work hard for it. Mm -hmm. And we're happy to hear that you like our special website and the ongoing World Heritage Program. There's more coming. And again, thank you, Sandeep. Up next, our monitor, Otto Schwartz of North Carolina, U.S., sent us very detailed, jam-packed reception reports dated March 23rd, 25th, 26th, most days between April 1st and 29th, six days between May 11th and 31st, as well as for June 1st, 2nd, 11th, 20th, and 22nd. He mostly tuned in to 11.810 megahertz at 2200 hours UTC and 15.575 megahertz at 1300 hours UTC using his realistic DX440 receiver with the 2-meter wire antenna. He not only gave us fluctuating simple ratings for each of the days he listened to us, but also wrote very detailed accounts of the programs he heard. It was actually really great to see that the listening conditions improved by uh, with time. The simple rating dipped to as low as 15121 on 15.575 MHz on March 26th, but they hovered mostly in the 3s and 4s in the later months, even peaking at 5 across the board on 15.575 megahertz on April 9th. And here's what Odo wrote to us. Dear friends at KBS World Radio, first of all, I'm so sorry for not having written to you in so long. Please forgive me. As you can see from my reception reports, however, I continue to listen to your broadcast quite regularly. As I expected when we were given guardianship of three small children, much of my time is taken up with them. They are constantly demanding and competing for attention, and the trips to McDonald's and ice cream parlors are getting ever more frequent. But I'm not complaining. I enjoy having children in my life again. I continue to enjoy listening to your programs. There's something informative, interesting, and or entertaining every time I listen. I love your new programs and features, Creative Minds of Korea and World Heritage Sites. 
And of course, I'm a forever fan of Listener's Lounge and Sounds of Korea. I'm happy to report the reception of your 1300 hours UTC broadcast on 15.575 MHz have been mostly good, occasionally even excellent. I'll try to be more frequent in my correspondence in the future. P.S. One of my feral cats who adopted me several years ago just presented me with four kittens. So now I have another challenge. Sincerely, Otto Schwartz. Seriously, the letter just puts a smile across your face. I know, it does. <laughs> I think it's just awesome that you're taking care of three kids and four kittens. And I love how you put adopted in quotations when you were talking about your cat. Um, I mean, it doesn't sound easy, but it's just so heartwarming to imagine the trips to McDonald's and ice cream shops in the summer weather. Um, yeah, it kind of brings me back memories from the past when yes. I was young. And uh, okay, I'm still young. But, <laughs> uh, but seriously, um, thank you for that happy image yes. you've given uh, us in our heads. Of course, um, thank you both for monitoring logs and lovely comments <laughs> as well. Well, all the while, we have been receiving regular monitoring reports via email by our monitor in the UK, Nick Sharp, as well. Due to time constraints, we'll just share some of the latest reports here on the show. As usual, Nick tuned into our 2200-hour UTC broadcast on 11.810 megahertz using Yesu Moonsen FRG uh, 8800 receiver and a 15-meter-long L-shaped long-wire external antenna two meters above the ground. His earlier reports showed that the conditions were quite poor at the beginning of the month, but fortunately, the SIMPA rating stayed at 44333 from July 17th through 19th, and we were really glad to see that it even reached four across the board on July 20th. He's also been asking if Emily has arrived in Ireland safely. Oh, it's so nice of you to ask. Yes, Emily has indeed arrived home safely. And there's even a chance she may be tuning into the program right now as, as we speak. Who knows? But just in case she's not, we'll let her know that you've been asking. And also, on an earlier email, Nick asked, Can you let the listeners know the name of new film due to be released on the Korean War? Have you considered having an interactive map on your website to show pictures of the battlefield during the Korean War and now so we can see how it has changed? over time. Well, I think it's uh, the movie, uh, the Inchon Landing movie that I mentioned a couple of weeks ago on the program featuring Liam Neeson. This movie is called Operation Chromite in English, and it opens here on July 27th, which I think is actually uh, purposely timed to mark the date when the inter-Korean armistice was signed, because July 27th is when that was signed. But I'm not sure what the international release plans are like at this point. Liam Neeson, though, he was actually in Seoul to promote the film earlier last week. I think it was July 12th. And Emily was slightly bummed out hmm. that she didn't get to meet him because, you know, they're both Irish. Um, but I'm wondering if they're actually both in the same country now. Oh, maybe, maybe. Yeah. Or he could be in Hollywood, that's, but that's he could also be too. back at home in Ireland, I think. Well, as for the interactive map on our website, though, um, what do you think, Chaeryong? Well, I think it's a wonderful idea, and I'm definitely taking notes. And I'm thinking we should suggest uh, suggest that to the internet team, maybe we will um, talk about having uh, a special website to mark a Korean War-related anniversary someday. Thank you for this great idea, Nick, as well as your regular reception reports. 
Staying with the frequency, we also received an email from listener Atish Bhattacharya of India, which included his recession logs for the 2200-hour UTC broadcast on 11.810 megahertz data July 2nd. He used a Keichibo KK9702 receiver with a long wire external antenna, which yielded a simple of 54444. We'll share some excerpts from his long email. He wrote, though the time of this broadcast at 3.30 a.m. Indian Standard Time Time was the time to sleep, and the broadcast was actually beamed to Europe. I listened to your, I listened to you attentively as I love DXing and KBS World Radio both. Touch base in Seoul was being aired when I tuned into the broadcast. The, an interview was going on with the legendary Korean American journalist K. W. Lee. He told us many things about his experience of working as a journalist. I came to know about his student life before the Korean War and about when he left Korea for the USA. I was listening very enthusiastically when he was talking about his work in various fields like civil rights, etc. And I thank the host for letting us know his website address to know him better. Listener's Lounge, the Saturday mailbag show, was the next program. I enjoy the show very much. I love the first part of the show, the happy birthday segment, which comes in every first show of Listener's Lounge each month. Well, he then wrote some details of the letter and reception reports that were shared on the show and also added, I love to listen to KBS's mailbag show as there are detailed discussions on various DX-related matters. Also, the superb presentation skill of the hosts turns this show into live chat between the listeners and the hosts. Touch Base in Seoul is also one of my favorite shows as it always tells us inspiring stories of several successful persons from different fields of work. I was very much glad that I successfully tuned into the KBS World Radio English Services broadcast. Although the broadcast was targeted to Europe, the signal was quite loud and clear with negligible amount of interference, noise, and fading or propagation problem. The reception quality of KBS World Radio is much appreciable. Please keep up this good work. Well, thank you, Atish, for your kind words of support. You made me kind of blush <laughs> a little bit with the word superb in yes. there. Well, thank you also for your detailed report and the audio file you've attached in the email. It gave us a very good idea of what our broadcast sounded like in your region on the day. We'll send you your QSL card and stickers shortly. Up next, we have another emailed reception report by our Indian monitor, Sumya Bhattacharji. The report was for the 1600-hour UTC broadcast on 9.515 MHz on July 5th and 6th. He tuned in to us using a Texan PL660 SSB digital receiver with a telescopic rod and a 20-feet external random long wire antenna. Uh, in terms of listening conditions, he wrote for July 5th, the signal strength was very good, loud and clear. There was some amount of atmospheric noise, probably due to monsoon rainfall outside, but that was absolutely not a problem in listening to the programs. 9.640 megahertz had similar merits of reception. Both frequencies were well heard. He rated the simple 45444. And as for July 6th, he wrote, the signal strength was good and there was no major problem in listening. I observed much crackle noise, but today all shortwave bands were noisy in this manner, so I think it was quite obvious. 9.640 MHz had almost similar merit, but with a little less noise. He rated the simple 45344.
So Mia also sent us a long message with a number of questions. As much as we'd love to read the entire email to everyone, there is unfortunately a time constraint. So we will try to answer just some of um, his questions here. He wrote, Firstly, earlier this month, I have heard about the recent major earthquake and bad weather in Korea. Please be safe. The weather around the world is changing significantly. Earthquakes do not occur very frequently here in South Asia, but it is a high earthquake-prone region. We have experienced at least four major earthquakes in last one year or so, starting from the 2015 Nepal earthquake to the recent Northeast India-Myanmar earthquake in last April. All were big ones, so I can understand. I am very happy that there were no casualties at the recent earthquake at yours. I am under impression that South Korea does not experience many earthquakes compared to nearby Japan, which is really good. Please kindly share some information on this issue, if possible. Well, first of all, thank you, Sumia, for asking if we were... Or asking us to be safe. Um, You are quite right indeed about Korea not seeing many earthquakes compared to nearby Japan. We hear about minor tremors with low magnitudes under three occasionally in the news, but they are rarely felt. There was recently a magnitude 5.0 earthquake recorded in the southeastern coastal areas, and this was quite a bit of a shock for most of us too. But like you said, fortunately, there were no casualties. And as far as we understand, we have so far been relatively safe from earthquakes because the Korean Peninsula is situated some distance away from any of the major tectonic fault lines, unlike Japan. But clearly, we're not completely safe from it, and we hope that such concerns will be reflected in the nation's infrastructure very soon. Well, another question Sumia asked in the email was whether the type of songs played on the program Sounds of Korea are specially recorded by KBS for this program or they are commercially available as CDs in Korea. Hmm. Well, there are commercially available as CDs and downloadable audio files, but although they are not recorded specifically for Sounds of Korea on KBS World Radio, we do sometimes play songs that were recorded by the KBS Traditional Music Orchestra. And here's the next question Sumia asked. While listening to the show, I thought of asking you whether the English programs that we hear on shortwave are also made available to domestic networks in Korea, like local FM stations targeting English-speaking audience. Well, not on local FM stations, but we understand many of our local listeners tune in to us using our mobile apps or the Wink streaming service on our website. We occasionally do receive feedbacks from not only English speakers living in Korea, but Koreans who listen to our broadcast to practice, practice their English listening skills. I hope those answers were useful for you, Sumia, and thank you for wishing the Korean athletes good luck at the Rio Olympics. It also made us feel proud that you thought of us while watching a travel show on TV. Thank you again, and your QSL card will be on its way soon. Moving on, we received a handwritten reception report from our Malaysian listener, Peter Ung, who listened to our broadcast on June 20th at 1300 hours UTC at 9.57 MHz. He used a Sony ICF shortwave 7600 GF receiver with a telescopic aerial antenna and gave us an SIL rating of 444. 
He requested the latest QSL card and KBS station stickers, which will happily send his way very soon. Thank you, Peter. Our monitor in the Philippines, Lanio Naraja, also mailed us her handwritten monitoring logs from May 15th through June 23rd. She tuned into our 0800R UTC broadcast on 9.570 MHz every single day and gave us details about the reception conditions in her region. Fortunately, listening conditions appear to have been good to excellent on most days during her, the period she mentioned, except for a couple of days in early June when she rated the Simpo 3 across the board. Otherwise, most days she gave either 4 across the board or 5 across the board. She also wrote us a message saying, Mabuhe, this is Lani Onaraja, your monitor from Oran West, Manoag, Pangasinan, Philippines. I probably pronounced that wrong there. I want you to know that the recession of your broadcast on May 15th through June 23rd, 2016 from 0800 to 0900 hours UTC at 9.570 megahertz was good. I noticed the sound quality was loud. The sound pitch was in its normal condition and the signal strength were stable and strong. Even if there were slight noise interference and propagation issues, the overall merit was still excellent. That's good to hear, Lani. She also went on to write, I am writing to you for my request, which is the receiving log that I have requested since last year. I wonder why up to now I haven't received anything. I hope this time you will grant my request. Kindly send me three updated versions of the receiving log form and also your latest station stickers. Thank you in advance. Keep up the good work and have a nice day. Thank you, Lani, for your reception report. I do remember you requesting receiving log forms from a month ago, and it does worry us that you haven't received any. Um, we checked with our mail correspondent, Yuna, and she assured us that she has mailed the forms along with your QSL cards multiple times. It happens occasionally that mails and parcels get lost en route, but it's very strange that it, it would happen so constantly. Which leads to a question, have you re been receiving the QSL cards? If you can, let us know, and in the meantime, we'll investigate to see if anything can be done on our side. We're sorry about the inconvenience, Lani. We also received quite a number of online recession reports from listener Biplop Kumar at Kihar or at Hikar, Bangladesh. Uh, in the past week, he's left us logs from the entire month of January as well as those data between July 10th and 19th. For all those logs, Biplop used a Kchibo KK8903 receiver with a telescopic antenna to listen to our broadcast between 0800 and 0900 hours UTC on 9.570 megahertz and rated the simple mostly fours and fives for both January and July, which is good news. We're glad to hear that the recession conditions are quite good in your area. Thank you very much, Biplop. Also from Bangladesh, our monitor, AKM Nurzaman, emailed us his log for June 20th through 27th and also for July 1st through 7th when he tuned into the same broadcast, the 1600 hours UTC broadcast on 9.640 megahertz. He also rated the Simpo 3 across the board for all seven days. He used a Sony ICF shortwave 7600GR receiver with an indoor telescopic antenna. Thank you, AKM Nurzaman. 
Well, I think we may have time for just one more. Listener Abu Sayed is also from Bangladesh, and he's listened to us on June 13th, 16th, 24th, 25th, and 30th via um, 9.640 megahertz at 1400 hours UTC with a Kichibo receiver and an outdoor antenna. The worst simple recorded was 43333 on June 16th, and the best was 54454 on June 20th. Thank you very much, Abu. And that brings us to the end of the segment. That's all the time we have for the letters, emails, and recession reports from you today. We do apologize that we cannot share every single letter or the entirety of the letters and reports from you on the show due to time constraints. I think it was ever more evident today because we had to cut short some of the emails, which Mm -hmm. was rather unfortunate. But just because it's not mentioned on the program, it doesn't mean your letters and reports are any less valuable than the ones that are mentioned on on air. Please know that we appreciate every single report, message, comment, and any uh, any form of feedback from you. And once again, thank you everyone, as always, for keeping in touch with us. The information you provide to us is very important, and we rely on you to keep tabs on how our broadcast is being received in your part of the world. So please do keep those reception reports coming. And last but not least, we are continuing to update our address book and collect information about listeners' clubs. So if you have any changes in your contact information or if you are involved in a listeners' club, uh, please let us know. Send us an email to english at kbs.co.kr with address or listeners' club on your title with the new information so it'll be easy for us to identify your mail quickly. And that's all we have for you this week on KBS Listener's Lounge. We hope you enjoyed the show. Thank you for keeping Emily's seat warm, Chaeryoung. What was it like being the host <laughs> of KBS Listener's Lounge? Well, it was definitely challenging to read all the frequencies and antenna names correctly, but I definitely feel closer to the listeners after um, reading their names and letters aloud. Thank you for this opportunity. This has been Kwon Chaeryoung filling in for Emily Jennings. And this has been Kim Ji-eun. Thank you for joining us, and we hope you have a wonderful weekend. Next week, we'll have our producer Unji Kim with us in uh, with me in the studio so don't miss that chance have a great weekend everyone goodbye